Recording live from Andrew Luck Civil War Outpost, it's the Seahawks Nest Podcast. Hey guys, it's uh, me, Nathan Santo, here with Eric Ronnebeck. Hi! And Kevin Garber, who's going to tell us our records from last week. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a disaster. I'm not pretty amped to tell you about this week, because I finally won a week. Oh, yeah! Mm-hmm. Right! That's right. Uh, the very special ties edition of, oh, of the week. Love this film. No one picked the tie. As Eric was 7-7-1, seven, seven, and one, Okay. Nathan was seven seven and one. Okay. And I was eight six and one. Yeah. <laughs> Taking the like, win on the week. I felt like last week was pretty tough. And uh I do think that I got San Diego Atlanta right, and I'm just gonna concentrate on that as I pick <laughs> this week and say, Hey, be gutsy, you know, take those uh take those chargers because you love them. As all right. Johnny Tsunami said, go big or go home. Well, um so my page <laughs> that I had all the all the all the, the games on just uh for some reason, there's like a weird pop-up ad. And so now, okay, here we go. So we're going to start off Thursday night from Nissan I was, was going to say, I could tell you the enthralling Thursday night match. NFL Network gets to play host Tennessee Titans minus three and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Woo! So all the people that are going to be mad at Comcast because they make them pay for NFL Network. And <laughs> this is what we get. Uh, I'm going to pick the Jaguars. I, don't, I think the division's bad and no one should be favored. I would like to point out that this was last year's Thursday night matchup when the games went to NFL Network only as well. Because I remember this, I had the Tennessee Titans in a 12-point victory. I am also going to favor the Jaguars. I think they're going to put together a run, and then they're going to fall short. Because that's what Jaguars do. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that we got to get every team to a point in this division where they can get to 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, everyone's going to get to at least five wins here. This is here. the old, when the NFC East was bad for the last couple of years, this is that. Now the NFC East is good. We can talk about that later. All right, we're going to <laughs> we're going back to London. Cincinnati gives up a home game as they face the Bengals as three-point favorites. Against Washington. Against Washington. Or, uh, they face Washington, yes. I didn't want to say the name, and then I got confused. Uh, all right, so because <laughs> I don't like saying their uh, their team name. Uh, anyway, um, I'm going to pick the Redskins in this one. I just said it. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm going to pick the Washington D.C. football team, and uh, it's because it's a vote against Andy Dalton as much as anything else. I have the Bengals because I don't believe in the Redskins at all. I think that Norman has a chance of being out, and their defense is not good. And their offense is not good, and therefore I'm going with Cincinnati because AJ Green is the only good player on the field. Matt Jones is the truth, man. 99 carries for 460 yards. I think you guys are uh, maybe underestimating him a little bit. All right, no. let's head to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, where the Seahawks cu- come in to play the Saints as two and a half point favorites. We'll get just get this one out of the way. I like the if the Seahawks can't move the ball against this uh, uh, defense, then they can't move the ball against any defense. So I'm gonna like the Seahawks in this one. I like the Seahawks, but I thought this game was at home in Seattle, so <laughs> what do I know? Doesn't matter where it is, Seahawks. Um, all right, so uh, here we go. Chiefs head to Lucas Oil Stadium as two-and-a-half-point favorites to face Andrew Lux fighting Colts. The thing I like about the Colts, it's a team with literally one good football player. It's just Andrew Luck. I was about to say and, Frank Gore. And that's, and that's <laughs> it. Still my joke. Everyone else is just not good. But the Chiefs cannot win outside of Arrowhead. What 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 breaks here? What what's the thing that what's what's giving? When in doubt, bet against the AFC South. That's my motto. I'm taking Kansas City and Marcus Peters sticky tape fingers. Yeah, man, I I like Kansas City's defense and they will win an away game and this is the game they should win. I like the Chiefs. I like Plus the, you can dink and dunk all I, day on them. I'm going with the Colts. Uh I I think that Andrew Luck 
I don't know. I just think the Chiefs maybe aren't that good. I think you're going play, with whoever we didn't pick. They play, play much better at Arrowhead. They're 3-0 at Arrowhead and 1-2 and on the road. Um, okay, the Raiders head to Raymond James Stadium to face the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is a one-point favorite. Vegas dares you to bet Tampa Bay here because we all know we're the Raiders are the better football team, and they're 4-0 on the road. Give me the Raiders. They're going to lose a game away at some point, but this will not be the game. Oakland wins. Uh, Oakland outside of a baseball stadium wins. Yeah, Jaquiz Rogers, dude. Jaquiz Rogers. He's a, they unleashed him, but the Raiders maybe can get that in check. The inexplicable Lions <laughs> head to Energy <laughs> Stadium to face the Texans. Do you mean two Energy and, Stadium? Two and a half point underdogs. The Lions are two and a half point underdogs. What do you guys think? Uh, how bad on a scale of 1 to 10 is Brock Osweiler? Were you sad that they forced us to watch him for four quarters on Monday night? I just, it really made me lament how sad he looked the entire night. What made me really sad was seeing someone blow out both Patel attendants in one play. Did you see that? Their offensive tackle? No, no. Yeah. Rip. It was like super rip. Like he did not. It was so, it was awful. Yeah, not good. I didn't, I, I turned off that game because Brock Osweiler was the quarterback. Yeah, Brock Osweiler was the second ugliest thing to happen. But he's tall. But he's tall, guys. Here's the thing about this game. I literally pick a team, and then I'm like, oh, but I think the other team's going to win, so I'm just going to settle on the Texans and hopefully be wrong. Texans are 4-0 at home, uh, so then they're 0-3 on the road. The Lions are not a great football team. Uh, I expect Matt Stafford to bring them all the way back and then lose at the last second. I'm going to take the Texans. I think they still have just enough pass rush to pull this off. So I'm going to go with the Texans as well. All right. The Jets head to First Energy Stadium where the Browns will make their final stand. <laughs> because In I week seven, if you look at their schedule, it is not look good for them getting a win the rest of the season. I'm just going to go over it really quick. Cowboys at Ravens versus Steelers versus Giants versus Bengals at Bills versus Chargers at Steelers. I think all those games are very losable. Like one of those teams would have to really cough it up to lose them. So this is it. Kevin Hogan's last stand. Yeah, that's right. Kevin Hogan. <laughs> the missing link to the Stanford offense this year. That's why yeah. they're sputtering. Yeah, 12, 12 for 24, two interceptions. He was great last week. No, look uh, at all those rushing yards, though. <laughs> all right, the great so white hope, Kevin there's, Hogan. There's no line on this game for obvious reasons. Like, the quarterbacks are completely up <laughs> Because in the air. Vegas doesn't so, care. So, what do you guys think? Browns or, Browns or Jets? Will the Browns go defeated? Or will they? I guess maybe they could win against the Ravens. I'll just say, like... No, the Steelers are phantom cough one up. Last week, I know that A.J. Green's an incredible player, but when there are five Browns around A.J. Green and none of them can deflect the ball out of the end zone or into their own hands, that's a terrible football team. Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's so good to himself. Jets are going to (laughs) win. It's like Ryan Fitzpatrick thinks Ryan Fitzpatrick's the best. Yeah, Matt Forte's decent. I've got to go with the Jets. They're at least fielding an NFL team. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Jets, too. I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick can get back to closer to one-to-one intercept touchdowns interceptions this week. (laughs) Right now, he's at 6-11. to All right, the Patriots (laughs) head to New Era Field, Buffalo, New York. They are on the road against the 4-3 and Bills as six-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm taking New England in the revenge game because I will always take the Dark Wizard in a revenge game. Yeah, didn't they already play this year and the Bills won? That can't happen twice. Patriots win. Uh, I like the Bills, and it's because they, they like, the trap game was last week. They looked ahead to this week. They thought, oh, we can, we can play, uh, we can play against Miami. Miami. We can just beat them. We'll just roll Miami. It won't matter. And then all of a sudden, they, Miami actually tried. And they they didn't go quite the way they planned. (laughs) 
So I'm going to take the Bills uh, in a kind of a bounce back game. And I think at some point, Tom Brady has to look a little bit human. He's like 39 years old. So it's, at some point, it's going to happen. He's going to have a game where he looks like a normal human being and not like a freak. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. All right, Panthers at home. They are three-point favorites, the 1-5 and five Panthers, against the 3-3-1 three, three and one Cardinals. Which means it's a pick them on a neutral field. Right. They think those teams, these teams are even. And you know what? The way Bruce Arians threw everyone under the bus last week, maybe they're right. I don't know. No <laughs> kidding. 50-man roster, three dead. I have the Cardinals winning this game because David Johnson is very good. The Cardinals are very bad. And the Cardinals need to bounce back. This is the week. After right. that tough tie. All right. Yeah, tough tough. The tie time, tie time, time for ties. All right, what do you, what do you like? What are you going with, Nate? Oh, I get to pick next. Yep. I'm picking the Panthers. I like uh, Carolina to just bounce back, have this like miraculous comeback season where they're rallying. They've won four in a row. They won five in a row. Oh, they lost the Seahawks, but then they keep winning and winning, and then just barely miss the playoffs at like nine and seven, because one and five is too big of a hole. Like that's just too big of a hole. But I like them to start playing better football. They're they're secondary suspect. Everyone knows that, but. Carson Palmer hasn't shown me that he can really punish anyone. I don't like Carson Palmer at all. I think he's kind of he's turning that corner where now it's he's he's burnt bread, he's toast. I'm gonna go with Arizona in this game, just because Arizona has a good defense and Carolina doesn't have a single good unit. I honestly they got a good quarterback. They have good wide receivers. They have good tight end. Their offensive. Yeah, I don't know about okay. receivers. They have a good receiver. I don't know. And they have, they have Luke Keekley. Uh, he can run fast in a straight line. Gin plus Funches equals a skill set with that one good receiver would have. All right, so our next game, we've got the San Diego Chargers heading to Mile High, Sports Authority Field at Mile High Stadium. I just like saying this because it's so stupid. Uh, Denver <laughs> is five-and-a-half-point favorite, or five-point favorite, sorry, again, this game. Nathan Santo is going to love this because guess what? I'm on the bandwagon. I'm into the San Diego Chargers. I believe in Phillip Rivers. This team is going to win at least two more games this year. San Diego wins this game. <laughs> you're like, you're, I'm, I'm, they're gonna I'm win full on the Chargers as much as I can be. You just got big into them getting 6-10. and 10. Is that what I just heard? Phillip Rivers is taking that bolo tie and he's going to strangle Von Miller with it. <laughs> is that too much? No, I, I love it. That's not enough. I will say this. The tipping point in San Diego's season is when Joey Bosa came back. Joey Bosa has set NFL record for most hits, hurries, and sacks in their first three games since they started recording those stats. Um, and it's not close. He has like 20, and then the guy in second is Chandler Jones with like 14 or 15. So he is by far in the lead in that one. So I think Joey Bosa was kind of a – like if he was saying he was right. one – Maybe he tips the scales, and they're like instead of three and four right now, they're like five and two. You know? It wouldn't take much to tip those scales. No, they lost by three points in like what their first three games. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, Kevin, who do you like in this one? Are you with Eric in the San Diego up road upset train, or are you going to? Uh... San Diego is so banged up, and that Denver defense is still very good. I could see San Diego coming in and doing what the Falcons did. Uh, taking advantage of the offensive tackles and getting a pass rush going. But, you know, I think I'm going to have to side with Denver. Again, kind of seeking their vengeance for that upset earlier in the year. All right, well, um, Phillip Rivers in his career has 34 touchdowns versus 19 interceptions and a 91.3 rating against the Denver Broncos. I really like Phil Rivers. I think he's super awesome. At football, and I'm going to pick the San Diego Chargers. Wow. Um, 
The Green Bay Packers head to the Georgia Dome, where the Faltering Falcons are three-point favorites. Go I'm not really them. sure what to make of this game. To I be completely honest, I don't either. That's why I was like, someone else go. What are you thinking, Nate? Okay, um, I'm thinking that neither of these teams are great. Both are good. This te- game really matters for both teams because they will likely be competing for wild card spots at the end of the season. That's a fact. And maybe even division titles, depending on if Atlanta continues to slide. So this is a really important game for both football teams. It's the these afternoon games are both really good, but there's only two of them. It weirds me out. Like it's Chargers, Broncos, and Packers, Falcons. That's it. Those are both so awesome many buys. Games, but like, there's there's six buys this week. Last year there was only last week there was only two. So that kind of tilts it a little bit in the favor. All right, but I like the Packers in this game, and I think that maybe we crowned Minnesota a little too soon. And that that division might be a little more competitive, especially considering the Packers' schedule, which is not all that impressive. Like, I don't, I don't like them playing at the Eagles or versus the Seahawks, but in every other game, they could definitely win. They get to play the Colts and the Titans and the Texans still. So Green Bay is going to be there at the end of the season, right with uh, Minnesota, and this might be the start of that As victory I tour said, of the AFC South. <laughs> As I said at the beginning of the year, uh, I. I've decided on my pick for this game. Atlanta. Atlanta. I really don't know why. I just feel like the the Packers are a one-dimensional team, and that one dimension is a very good quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. They they have Ty Montgomery, but he's he's more of just a, a receiving back. I just I, the Falcons are at home. Taking the Falcons. I mm-hmm. thought they played really good against the Bears. They last can't week. fall apart now, even though I said they were going to fall apart about now. <laughs> like I just I don't know. Green Bay, I would beg to differ. Green Bay is not one-dimensional because they have a good defense, a very good defense. And I think very good? Yes, I would argue very good. It's very deep with a lot of talent. And that's what's giving me hesitation here. But the game's in Atlanta, and weather won't be a factor. Green Bay's seventh in the league in yards allowed per game. It's pretty good. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go with Atlanta, but I think it's I think it could be close. The other thing is Tevin Coleman's injured, which kind of forces them to go to more of a one back set. And when yeah, they, they decide on uh, Devonta Freeman, that was really good for the posture. Yeah, they did. They did a couple. They did a couple interesting things though this year, where they've had both those guys on the field. One of them splits out wide, and like that they can. That play, was smarter. Yeah, they can play with those two guys, which I kind of I kind of enjoy. All right. Uh, we go to our Sunday night game, the game of the week. I honestly think they got this one right. So the Eagles are heading to Dallas to place the Cowboys. Dallas is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. And there is no way I can pick the Eagles in this game. And the Eagles really had no business beating Minnesota last week, even though I watched that entire game. And Eagles Eagles look like they're for real at certain points in the season. But I gotta, I gotta go with Dak, Zeke, and all other sorts of weird names of the brand new Cowboys. Cowboys win. Wentz is, Wentz is really not good on the road and really good at home so far. So I'm just gonna go follow that trend, and I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I'm also leaning Cowboys. The offense, that offense, just allows you to really control the clock and dictate the sp- uh, the game. And I don't think that Philly's whole strength is their defense. And I don't think their defense just standing up on that offense is really going to play well for them. Okay, uh, Vikings head to Soldier Field as five and a half point favorites to face Jay Cutler's return and, and the Chicago Bears. <laughs> we got to go fast. So um, 
Everyone's going to pick the Vikings, though, so I'll just spoil it for you. Uh, I'm going to pick the Vikings, but I will say that the Eagles gave you the roadmap to beating them, which is pressure Bradford, and he can't deal with it well. Yeah, he's, he's never been good under pressure, and then also he's fragile, so you can hurt him, try to get him hurt, too. Yep, but Chicago's bad, and they can't do that. So Did Hoyer so. die? Is is he not playing anymore? Yeah, Hoyer's dead. He broke his arm. Oh, okay, that's right. He did. Yeah, so uh, Cutler will start. He will, score, he will score three touchdowns for the other team. <laughs> and the Vikings will win. Okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to speed around these uh, teams that are on a bye. I just want you to tell me a final record. Okay, that's it. Just give me a number. Don't worry about like if it's even possible or not. Rams. Give current record, though, first. Well, I don't have that information okay, readily available. Rams, 7-9. That's easy. 7-9. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go 7-9. and nine. Dolphins. Dolphins are seven and nine. currently 3-4. and 6-10. and 6-10 and ten for me, too. Giants currently 4-3. and 8-8. Seven and nine. I like eight and eight also for the Giants. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are four and three. Nine and seven. Ten and six. I'm gonna go eleven and five. Uh, the Forty Niners oh. are one and six. Two and fourteen. Oh and sixteen. <laughs> you say you don't care if it's possible <laughs> three, or not. <laughs> three and thirteen for me. They're they're pretty bad. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are three and four. Ten and six. Oh, I, I don't oh, know goodness. why. I don't know. Um, the schedule is is uh, is is pretty tough. Nine, eight, and eight. I'm gonna go eight and eight. Also, that's why. All right. So, fail, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> fail. All right. So uh, that was uh, your well, a little bit over, but I think we're fine. So that was uh, I'm Nathan Sando. That's Kevin Garber. This is Eric Ronovic. Uh Find us on your favorite uh, subscription service and uh, make sure to jam that like button. See you next week.